0: be with you,
1: and also with you.
0: Let us pray. O God, for as much as without thee we are not able to please thee, mercifully grant that thy Holy Spirit may in all things direct and rule our hearts through Jesus Christ our Lord, who with Thee in the same Spirit liveth and reigneth one God, now and forever.
2: Amen.
1: A reading from Genesis. When Joseph's brothers saw their father was dead, they said, It may be that Joseph will hate us and pay us back for all the evil which we did to him. So they sent a message to Joseph, saying, Your father gave this command before he died. Say to Joseph, Forgive, I pray you, the transgressions of your brothers and their sin, because they did evil to you. And now we pray you to forgive the transgressions of the servants of the God of your father. Joseph wept when he heard, when they spoke to him. His brothers also came and fell down before him and said, Behold, we are your servants. But Joseph said to them, Fear not, for am I in the place of God? As for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good. So, to bring it about that many people should be kept alive as they are today. So do not fear. I will provide for you and your little ones. Thus he reassured them and comforted them. The word of the Lord.
3: A reading from Romans. As for the man who is weak in faith, welcome him, but not for disputes over opinions. One believes he may eat anything, while the weak man eats only vegetables. Let not him who eats despise him who abstains, and let not him who abstains pass judgment on him who eats, for God has welcomed him. Who are you to pass judgment on the servant of another? It is before his own master that he stands or falls. And he will be upheld, for the master is able to make him stand. One man esteems one day as better than another, while another man esteems all days alike. Let everyone be fully convinced in his own mind. He who observes the day, observes it in honor of the Lord. He also who eats, eats in honor of the Lord. Since he gives thanks to God, while he who abstains, abstains in honor of the Lord and gives thanks to God. None of us lives to himself and none of us dies to himself. If we live, we live to the Lord. And if we die, we die to the Lord. So then, whether we live or whether we die, we are the Lord's. For to to this end, Christ died and lived again that he might be Lord both of the dead and the living. Why do you pass judgment on your brother? Or you, why do you despise your brother? For we shall all stand before the judgment seat of God. For it is written, As I live, says the Lord, every knee shall bow to me, and every tongue shall give praise to God. So each of us shall give account of himself to God. The word of the Lord.
0: be with you
2: you.
0: the holy gospel of our lord and savior jesus christ according to saint matthew glory to you lord christ peter came up and said to jesus lord how often shall my brother sin against me and i forgive him as many as seven times jesus said to him i do not say to you seven times but 70 times seven Therefore, the kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who wished to settle the accounts with his servants. When he began the reckoning, one was brought to him who owed him 10,000 talents. And as he could not pay, his Lord ordered him to be sold with his wife and children and all that he had and payment to be made. So the servant fell on his knees, imploring him, Lord, have patience with me and I will pay you everything. And out of pity for him, the Lord of that servant released him and forgave him the debt. But that same servant, as he went out, came upon one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred denarii. And seizing him by the throat, he said, pay what you owe. So his fellow servant fell down and besought him. Have patience with me and I will pay you. He refused and went and put him in prison till he should pay the debt. When his fellow servant saw what had taken place, they were greatly distressed, and they went and reported to their Lord all that had taken place. Then his Lord summoned him and said to him, you wicked servant, I forgave you all that debt because you besought me. Should not you have had mercy on your fellow servant as I had mercy on you? And in anger, his Lord delivered him to the jailers till he should pay all his debt. So also my heavenly Father will do to every one of you if you do not forgive your brother from your heart. The gospel of the Lord. Praise,
2: Praise to you, Lord Christ.
0: Grant, O Lord, that thy word only may be spoken, and thy word only may be received. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. This morning, beloved, we find ourselves in Matthew's fourth great discourse, as it is called. There are four discourses. This one is on ecclesiology, which is a big Greek word that means church. Matthew is giving us instructions on how to be the church. Now last week, Jesus taught us how to settle disputes in the community of the church. If you remember this verse, if your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault between you and him alone. If he listens to you, you have gained your brother. We learned in that lesson how we are responsible one to another and that true acts of love involve helping one another overcome sin and distortion that we are all in it together this week beloved jesus focuses on what i like to call the church as the house of forgiveness now i really love the way this parable begins peter zealous as he is comes to jesus and asks him I can imagine his his chest poked out a bit. Lord, if another member of the church sins against me, how often shall I forgive? As many as seven times? Now, for those of you who might not know, Peter is extremely enthusiastic and always ready to go the extra distance, the extra mile. Peter is always the first to speak up. He tests and tries our Lord over and over again. And with this opening question, Peter again shows his enthusiasm and his piety. Peter supposes that he is pushing the boundaries of faith. Peter, by his question, is trying to show his piety in that he is willing to do way, way, way more than what could ever be asked. No one should ever have to forgive that much. It is absurd. Now, in reading the gospel lesson, you have to picture peter thinking that jesus will be amazed by his response and reply bless you peter that's way more than anyone should ever have to forgive that's way more than is asked of you peter i am proud of you you must also picture the shock on the face of peter when jesus does not say peter i am proud of you but rather rebukes peter and says not seven times peter but i tell you seven times seven 77 some bibles say peter you are to forgive an infinite amount you are to forgive without ending and with our lord's rebuke the zealous and brave the pious peter sinks humbled by the son of god now this idea of forgiveness of course is unheard of to forgive and to forgive and to forgive again and again and again over and over without end hard no wonder peter's countenance falls his chest sinks now jesus goes further than that and he ends today's gospel with a parable the example of the unforgiving servant and he ends that parable with some very scary words So, my heavenly Father will also do to every one of you if you do not forgive your brother from your heart. Now, to put that bluntly, if we do not forgive others, or if we cannot forgive others, then prepare ourselves to live outside of God's kingdom. If we cannot find it in our hearts to forgive others, we must prepare ourselves for torment to pay back the debt we owe if we do not forgive others we will not be forgiven now to the modern ear that seems all wrong we are advanced enough now to know that god doesn't work this way to the modern believer faith the relationship with jesus comes about individually and it has nothing to do with anyone else that is to say, a person of faith comes to know Jesus personally, wants to know more about Jesus, believes in Jesus first, and then perhaps that person finds a group of people who share similar ideas and they sing worship songs. The church is secondary and not at all necessary. So as modern Christianity has it, a saving faith in Jesus Christ lies in the heart of an individual believer and that faith can be lived out in a community of individuals or not. So following the logic of modern American Christianity, forgiveness is secondary business, not essential. But the words of Jesus this morning, brothers and sisters, turn that notion on its head. The words of Jesus this morning shatter the notion of Of individual faith Jesus tells us very clearly with scary words faith is held by the church by the community and we share in that faith when we share in the life of the church when we participate in the life of the church so faith is not held by an individual faith is participated in when we live within the life of the church Faith is not held by the individual. It is participated in when we live lives within the life of the church. Now, that statement forces this question. If you cannot reconcile with others, can you not then reconcile with God? Jesus answers with great clarity that question in the Gospel of Matthew. No, you cannot. If you cannot forgive others, God will not forgive you and you cannot truly live within the faith of the church. So to explain that, on the most basic level possible, this is what happens. This is what happens to a person when they cannot forgive someone who has wronged them or even begin to forgive them or begin to want to forgive them. They end up as a shell of a person, eaten away inside with bitterness and hatred And remorse. They end up less than human. Through the act of holding a grudge, holding bitterness in their heart, a person dies inside, dies to goodness, dies to God, and dies to the community. So, in that sense, if a person cannot find it in their heart to forgive or want to forgive or want to want to forgive, Then a person cannot live to God or within the community of the church. They don't have the ability. Scarred with bitterness and hatred. Faith is not something held by the individual. It is held by the church. We participate in that faith as a member of the body of Christ. If one cannot participate in the community because of bitterness and hatred, they have not faith. At least, according to Jesus' words, as recorded in the Gospel of Saint Matthew. Think about this: when the apostles ask Jesus, "Teach us how to pray," Jesus gives them the prayer we know as the Lord's Prayer. It is not long and complicated and nuanced. It contains a very few things. We are pray. We are to pray for the kingdom of God to come. We are to pray for the will of God to be done. We are to ask for our daily bread, for our immediate needs. And we ask for the forgiveness of our trespasses as we forgive the trespasses of others. Jesus teaches us in this prayer what is essential, essential for our lives. First, the kingdom and will of God. Second, the sustenance that God provides us. And finally, forgiveness from God and our forgiveness of others. God's forgiveness goes hand in hand with our forgiveness of others. To hold a grudge and to withhold forgiveness is to walk the road to perdition. It's tough. So then we must ask another question. How do we forgive others? Now, if you are anything like me, and I pray God you are not, at times it is very hard to forgive someone. Sometimes it is as if it seems impossible to forgive others. And if it seems impossible to forgive others, it's because it is impossible to forgive others, at least under our own accord and our own power. Some of us, have had heinous, horrible acts committed against us. Others of us have been humiliated by others. And others ruined by the deeds of men. And so our pain, our anguish, our injury runs so deep, we cannot find forgiveness. Not only can we not find it, but we do not want to find it. But we must. And to do so, we must pray for grace and strength. We must pray for the mercy of God Almighty. We must pray that God will give us the things we need to be able to forgive the sins done against us. We start by constantly holding those who have done us wrong in prayer. We must constantly offer those people to God. We must without fail ask God to help us forgive them for what they have done. To help us in that venture, we must prayerfully think on what God has forgiven us for. For all of us have committed heinous acts against our Lord. We have denied Him. We have mocked Him. We have forgotten Him. We have turned against Him in our own lives. So if we are to pray, that we may forgive others, we must remember what our Lord has forgiven in us. Now, a fine example of this is our beloved and zealous friend, Peter, who we spoke of before. Peter, who is said to be closest to Jesus. Peter, who is said to be the leaders of the followers of Christ. Peter, the rock upon which the church is built. Peter, the bold and the brave. Peter, who denied Christ three times. When Jesus needed him most. In fact Peter's last act. The last thing Peter did before our Lord died on the cross. Was to deny knowing him. I do not know this man. As Jesus suffered in agony. And died while all around him humiliated him. Peter ran away. We all do the same thing over and over And over again. My whole life is founded and based on faith in this. Peter was forgiven. We, you and I, are forgiven. We must forgive others. Faith is not an individual thing. Faith is held in community and intertwined between our relationships. And to live in community, we must forgive others or we won't be forgiven. Our God is a God of forgiveness, infinite forgiveness. We worship a God whose mercy and forgiveness and mercy knows no end and extends to every person who has ever walked the face of this earth. And to share the life of Christ, we must share in that forgiveness. So brothers and sisters, pray. Pray for your enemies. Pray for those who have done you wrong. Pray that you may show them mercy as our Father in heaven shows each and every one of us. Mercy upon mercy upon mercy. And finally, give thanks. Give thanks for this house of forgiveness. Give thanks to our God who forgives every wrong done to him and to others. And let us take our part and share in the faith of the church. Let us commit ourselves to the forgiveness of others so that our Father in heaven will show us that same mercy. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. standing let us affirm the faith of god, our faith in god and in his holy church we believe in one god
1: With all our heart and with all our mind, let us pray to the Lord, saying, Lord, have mercy. For the peace from above, for the loving kindness of God, and for the salvation of our souls, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the peace of the world, for the welfare of the holy church of god and for the unity of all peoples let us pray to the lord lord have mercy for our bishops and all the clergy and people let us pray to the lord lord have mercy for our president for the leaders of the nations and for all in authority let us pray to the lord For this city, for every city and community, and for those who live in them, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For seasonable weather and for an abundance of fruits of the earth, let us pray to the Lord. Lord have mercy. For the good earth which the Lord has given us and for the wisdom and will to conserve it. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord have mercy. For those who travel on land, on water, or in the air, let us pray to the Lord. Lord have mercy. For the aged and the infirm, for the widowed and orphans, for the sick and the suffering, especially Daniel Adams, Norman Alston, Kay Anderson, Barbara Weatherford, all. Donald Bailey, Julie Bankson, Eva Marie Barber, Steve Batt, Anne Bennett, Suzanne Boyd, Beth Boykin, Billy Bradford, Johnny Brewer, Donna Buchanan, Luca Seraldo, Beth Cleaver, Susie Dearman, Richie Edmondson, Imogene Edwards, Denise and Vance Fricky, Monica Gavin, Michael Gibson, Marge Geis, Leroy Jensen, Corrine Jordan, Elizabeth Hickenbottom, Tim Killen, Lynn Manley Lindsay, Mary Lou Lott, Jack Lunsford, Eddie McDaniel, Johnny McLeod, Karen Mehan, Jean Miller, Harvey Miller, June Morris, Michael Myrick, Adrian O'Neill, Dorothy Owens, Kyle Pearson, Carol Prevost, Amanda Prince, Frank Quinn, Susan Ray, Shirley Reiner, Margaret Robins, Robson, Norman Rowe, Bob Salt, Diane Scott, Doyle Scott, Chris Sully, Steve Shepard, Ralph Simmons, Thomas Smith, Tony Stiles, Bobby Taylor, Adrian Warren, and Joe Beth Young. Let us pray to the Lord. <clears throat> For your handmaids with child, especially Laura Sierra, Jennifer Hakenbottom, Emily Stanford Smith, let us pray to the Lord. Lord For those celebrating birthdays this week, especially Pat Bailey, Gina Gatewood, Lauren Sullivan, Sarah sorry, and Garrett Herring, for the protection of the men and women of our armed forces at home and abroad, especially John Asbell, Louisa Balthazard, John Brewer, Michael Boothler, Mark Carter, Will Chandler, Melissa Kleckler, Stan Harris, Jay Holloway, Scott Howell, Joshua Huffmaster, Eric Jamillo, Walton Lucky, Calvin Powell, Kyle Redman, Harold Russell, Joe Vinson, James Warner, and Mark Waters. Let us pray to the Lord. For the poor and the oppressed, for the unemployed and the destitute, for prisoners and captives, and all who have member and care for them. Let us pray to the Lord. For all who have died in the hope of the resurrection and all of the departed, especially David Cain, Emma Earl McCarty, Nancy Salt, Joan Stevens, and Vince Cooper. Lord, have mercy. For the deliverance from all danger, violence, oppression, and degradation, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the absolution and remission of our sins and offenses, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. That we may end our lives in faith and hope, without suffering and without reproach, Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. Defend us, deliver us, and in thy compassion protect us, O Lord, by thy grace. Lord, have mercy. In the communion of the ever blessed Virgin Mary, St. John, our patron, and all the saints, let us commend ourselves and one another and all of our life to Christ our God. Write deeply upon our minds, O Lord
0: our God, the lessons of thy holy word, that only the pure in heart can see thee. Leave us not in the bondage of any sinful inclination. May we neither deceive ourselves with the thought that we have no sin, nor idly acquiesce in aught whereof our conscience accuseth us. Strengthen us by thy Holy Spirit to fight the good fight of faith, and grant that no day may pass without its victory. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Let us confess our sins against God and our neighbor. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you and thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart, Almighty God, have mercy on you. Forgive you all your sins through our Lord Jesus Christ. Confirm and strengthen you in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep you in everlasting life. Amen. Please stand. The peace of the Lord be always with
1: you. And also. With
0: Good morning, everyone, and welcome to, uh, to uh, St. John's on this wonderful, wonderful, finally kind of feels like fall Sunday. It's great to see you all here today. Uh, continuing today, we will at four o'clock have our inquirer's confirmation class, and that's for anybody who is interested in knowing more about our faith, has questions about our faith, or is perhaps seeking to, to formally join the, the, the Episcopal Church. So uh, today at four uh, then we have a wonderful, wonderful treat this Wednesday. We'll have uh, the Feast of the Holy Cross, which is actually today. We're transferring it to Wednesday. At 530, we'll, we will celebrate the Holy Eucharist in here. There will be a table set up in front uh, where uh, the, all the faithful are invited and encouraged to bring uh, crosses from home to, to be blessed. They may be from your home or your home chapel or a necklace or anything you wear that, that uh, you would like to have uh, blessed by the church will be there then following that we will move uh to the parish house for 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 dinner and a movie uh next, this wednesday night we will have the world premiere of the of the youth's 2014 uh mission trip to chicago and it's uh if i do say so myself it's really wonderful so uh, it's a thing worth seeing so i do hope you all will We'll carve out some time on Wednesday night to be with us. Uh, then I will remind you on September 28th, that's two weeks from now, we will have our annual, uh, not spring picnic, but our annual parish picnic, uh, at, at, at the Howard Lake House. So we will have eight o'clock church here, here at the church, but then at 10 o'clock we'll move out there. So be marking your, your calendars and inviting your friends and all of that. So that's, so that is coming up, uh, quickly, I, I think. Uh, I do know a little bit more now. I, I want uh, you all to know, uh, many people have asked, uh, Elizabeth uh, and Doug Higginbotham are faithful members of this church, and we know all know that Elizabeth is also uh, the parish administrator. They were uh, in, an, in an accident uh, yesterday, and Elizabeth uh, sustained in that accident a burst fracture to, to uh, one of her vertebrae. Uh, they are not going to have to do surgery, uh, and so she looks like everything's going to be recovering, uh, but will not, will not be around uh, for, 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 for a while, I would imagine. So uh, please do keep her in your prayers, uh, because I know we all love her so and her family so very much. So uh, that's all the information I have now. So it does not look like surgery is going to be done, that it's not that bad or you know, bad enough to have to, to repair things that way or not that much damage was done. I guess, am I saying that right? Somebody in the medical field? Close, close enough but please do keep them in your prayers if you wonder why why they're uh, she, she is not around that uh, that is why so I think that's it I do want to mention uh the the, the uh, treasurer's treasurer's report we'll see uh in September for the first time I thought we were gonna make it to the year where we've fallen behind on pledged giving so uh, I will commit that to your prayers and if you see here uh even though we're budgeted uh, to be we're uh, we're budgeted to be $57,000 behind uh but we're our cushion from which we draw from uh is growing rather rather thin so uh, i would encourage you uh during during this uh fall season to to uh remember the the uh, church we need it <laughs> so i think that's it and i think that the announcements this week are now longer than my sermon so walk in love as christ loved us and gave himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to god eucharist is offered to the greater glory of god and thanksgiving for his many many blessings upon our lives giving thanks especially this day for the forgiveness of our lord which grants unto us everlasting salvation may we forgive others as we have been forgiven ourselves special intentions are also offered this day for those christians who are facing persecution throughout this wide world And we remember all who live in areas of violence and danger, and all who live in famine and hunger. And we hold before you the most vulnerable of all, the children of the world. And may the souls of all the faithfully departed, through the mercy of God, rest in peace. Amen. The Lord be with you. Amen. Lift up your hearts.
2: We lift them to the Lord.
0: Let us give thanks to the Lord our God.
2: It is right to give Him thanks and praise.
0: It is right and a good and joyful thing. Always and everywhere to give thanks to you. Father, Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. For you are the source of light and life. You made us in your image and called us to new life in Jesus Christ our Lord. Therefore, we praise you, joining our voices with angels and archangels. And with all the company of heaven, who forever sing this hymn to proclaim the glory of your name. On the night he was handed over to suffering and death our Lord Jesus Christ took bread and when he had given thanks to you he broke it and gave it to his disciples and said take eat this is my body which is given for you do this for the remembrance of me. Therefore, we proclaim the mystery of faith. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. And we celebrate the memorial of our redemption, O Father, and this sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving, recalling his death, resurrection, and ascension. We offer you these gifts. Sanctify them by your Holy Spirit to be for your people the body and blood of your Son, the holy food and drink of new and unending life in him. Sanctify us also Amen. And now, as our Savior Christ hath taught us, we are behold to say, Body of Christ. and heirs of your eternal kingdom. And now, Father, send us out to do the work you have given us to do, to love and serve you as faithful witnesses of Christ our Lord, to him, to you, and to the Holy Spirit, be honor and glory, now and forever. Amen. Lord be with you. The masses is then to go in peace to love and to serve the Lord. Thanks be to God.